0: Welcome, welcome to the Hustle Sold Separately. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to all of you guys out there that are just completely doing things in a totally different manner, and many of you who are thinking about doing things in a completely totally different manner. Uh, we get a ri- wide range of entrepreneurs, musicians, artists, to you know CEOs, innovators, disruptors, uh, or maybe you're just really passionate driven and you want to just do things outside of the box. You're anti-status quo, you just don't believe in the normal routes, and people may think you are crazy or you are weird, but you are perfectly accepted (laughs) as otherwise here because we get you, I get you, and all my guests get you because we don't do anything uh, the normal route, uh, but then again, what is normal, right? Uh, so, I want to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in. Um, we've had massive growth this year. I'm sure that's due to a lot of different reasons and more people, you know, tuning into whatever means you know works for them during uh, the the current state of affairs. Uh, for all of my newer listeners, thank you, welcome, thank you for being here. My name is Matt Gottesman. I am the founder of this podcast, and you can definitely reach out to me at matt Gottesman. Uh, on instagram at hdf magazine if you want to get into the conversation at the intersection of creativity culture and entrepreneurship uh at hustle sold separately and you guys know i answer each and every single one of my dms text replies all that stuff um and i appreciate each and every one of you guys constantly reaching out we recently surpassed about 4.6 million downloads the reviews continue to go up and i appreciate that as well too And for any of my newer listeners, and by the way, much, much love for my my listeners since day one. You guys, like, continue to tune in. And these conversations get longer, and you continue to listen to them all the way through. Um, They're not Joe Rogan long (laughs) yet, but they they definitely have gotten long. Um, To my newer listeners, you know, I always tell the audience that we don't glamorize or glorify in success. There's no real, like end goal. Our life is our life and what we choose to do with it and what we define as our success is really what is the whole process. And oftentimes media kind of forgets uh, to to plug that side of things. Um, and metrics are arbitrary. It's really about whatever it is that you want to create for yourself. And if you're doing something on your own terms, in my opinion, uh, you're winning. So welcome to the show. And we got another amazing, amazing podcast. I, I, I'm now, I'm now deeming this the annual uh, Matt Gossman Josh Bender uh, podcast because we we we're now doing this once a year for the last three years this is round three uh, and I love when I have guests come back on and for those of you to, that don't know uh, and I'll I'll make sure to put his uh, other episodes in the bio notes of the show afterwards uh, he's a founding partner of Rothberg Moore and, and Bender LP. he's an amazing music attorney entertainment attorney. Um, and he deals with a wide, wide, wide range of people uh, you know, in, in all those industries. And I'll get to that here in a minute. Um, but we're going to be talking about pivoting and um, there is an art to it. Um, and this would be probably the year to think about making some changes if you haven't already. And there's still plenty of time, and if you don't think about it, I'm sure something else will happen like uh, a, a spaceship alien landing or <laughs> Godzilla coming up ashore to, at this point to make you rethink um, some processes and some things that you really want to do. But for those of you, many people have been affected by, um, by this year's ongoing activities in a multitude of different ways. And it's really, uh, especially people who are in business, who have, um, whether they are working by themselves or they have teams, and uh, in a a wide variety of industries. And it's forced people to really rethink their approach and how to do things differently. And um, I guess, and I just, right before uh, we jumped on here, we were actually talking a little bit about the fact that, you know, before we had excuses that there was time, that there was no time, we were too busy. Now we cannot use some of those same excuses anymore because um, a lot of the things that we were occupying our time with are no longer um, or are not currently available to us or um, have been stripped for the time being. So Josh and I are going to get into that just real, real quick background again on him just to refresh you guys. Um, You know, he's been practicing music law for almost 20 years, founding partner, as as I mentioned of Rothberg Moore and Binder LLP. They've got nine attorneys boutique law firm offices in Beverly Hills, New York and Miami. Uh, The firm's client base includes established and developing recording artists, record labels, producers, and songwriters. And his practice focuses on securing, structuring, negotiating, and drafting transactions on behalf of his clients in the music industry. Uh, And Josh represents music clients across all genres, including uh, Top Dog Entertainment, Kendrick Lamar, SZA, Schoolboy Q, Marshmello, Mo Shalese, Shalese Group, Cardi B, Gunna Alesso, uh, Cam, others. So... As you guys know, that's, that's quite a few. <laughs> and then a few, the firm also represents artists like Charlie Puth, uh, Tori Lanes, Kalani, you know, among many, many, many others. And uh, he's earned his BA in economics from UCSD and his JD from the University of San Francisco School of Law. And besides practicing law, he spends a lot of time with his wife and wrangling their four beautiful children. I love following him on Instagram for that and all of his family life. Josh, welcome back to the
1: show. Amazing to be here. Love to hear your voice congratulations on all of your success I uh, I feel like somebody needs to interview uh, interview you at some point so uh, well done my friend well Uh, done
0: thank you thank you you know I I end up on a few every now and then but uh, um, we're gonna focus on uh, your wonderful inputs on today on on pivoting and before we get into that like what's been going on because um, it's nearly September of 2020 (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we made it this far of this year. I'd love for you to update us on what, you know, because you had some really great things happening since last year, and then this year hit, and some things are still really good, but they're different. What's been going on?
1: Uh, Well, first, I work from home, Uh, and, uh, you know, life is is a little crazy. I got four kids downstairs. Uh, They're about to start school. Uh, I don't know. We've had four months of quarantine. And, you know, you got to get used to a new life. Uh, the entire firm is working remote. Um, and I mean, frankly, the entire business is, is, is relatively working remotely. Uh, the record companies, uh, are probably not going to go back, uh, until 2021. Um, and you know, that and the tech companies are kind of doing the same and, uh, the, the, the world of zoom has kind of taken over. So, uh you know i look back on my own experience and i i feel the the people that are getting hit the hardest in, in terms of you know entrepreneurs trying to get into this business are are those at the beginning because you know right now it's super hard to meet people to you know nobody's getting together for dinner drinks movies sports games this is you know it's it's kind of like uh you know, it's kind of like a pause in, uh, in breaking into the business. So, you know, I look at this, uh, I I look at myself 20 years ago saying this would be a very, very challenging time for me. So, um, we're, we're we're doing, we're, we're, we're super busy. Like I, like I told you, uh, I couldn't imagine being as busy as we are given a pandemic. Um, but you know, Luckily, streaming has uh, has really moved this industry forward, uh, and and people are continuing to consume. So, you know, they're not consuming live, but they are consuming uh, music, and, and you know, the economy is somewhat going to come back. So it's a wild time right now. It's really a wild time. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. Well, and, you know, and you're working at home, um, and you've got the family, and, uh, you know, I've heard from a lot of people about that, that balance of... You know because you're now combining two worlds in one space and um you know and <laughs> making sure to to um you know give give all the areas the the much needed attention so I, I give you a lot of a lot of credit there too um the music industry while i can see tough to break into but there was already there was already a shift happening online to begin with um Do you, you know, let's, let's first, let's, but let's go macro before we go micro, I guess. So in the macro, like, what have you noticed that um, the, the more established musicians and artists and producers and, you know, others in the industry, both music and entertainment, what do you think hit them the hardest during this time? And um, how did they adapt to these rapid changes? Like, how did they, how did they first feel it?
1: Well, you know, every artist has a different business and and everyone has to look at it a little bit differently. Um, you know, artists that are at the uh, at the top of the game, you know, the lack of touring, which is which is a very significant piece of uh, right. of business for people died. I mean, there's there's uh, literally a right all hands are no longer performing. Uh you can you can release records, but you're not doing these worldwide tours. So, you know, you look at the the months and months of releases, whether it's Taylor Swift or the weekend or, you know, I had Gunna, he hit number one. Um there's you don't you don't have that ancillary business that uh that you once had. So I think from a from a, you know, shock and awe standpoint, that's a a, it's a challenge that everyone had to overcome. And everyone is in a different position mm. uh, to deal with that. I mean, you know, some clients have plenty of money and aren't worried about whether or not they need to release records or, or you know, they just pause. Uh, some clients are dependent on uh, the touring income and have to find other sources. So... You know, I've I've had different approaches. Many clients want to, you know, consider selling catalogs. They want to uh, redo deals. They want to do, uh, you know, maybe a, a new distribution deal or a new publishing deal, or they find different, you know, businesses to get involved with. You know, some clients say, you know, I want to I want to sign artists. I want to sign producers. I want to I want to build assets because at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. If you're no longer to make mo- you're you're no longer able to make money on your services, you have to build something that you can actually make some passive income on. So it, you know it, every everyone's approach is is very uh, dependent on their their own situation and and what their team is looking to do. Um, we can We can go into particular examples uh, you know as as this conversation goes on, um, but it's it's case dependent.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would I'd love for you to expand on them because I feel like, um, you know, look at the heart, and you've heard me say this millions of times. So I always appreciate you listening to me over and over again. Like I'm a digital geek, and I've 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 always admired Russ's come up and um, chance and, you know, others where they took control. Illmind producer, right? Illmind's one of my favorite all the time producers. You know, uh, had him on the show a long time ago. Like that whole and you talking about building assets using digital and, and just building your own assets in general. Um, do you think that this year definitely caused musicians as artists, as creatives, we love our creative brains? Absolutely. But I once heard, and I'm, I'm backing up for a second because I remember I, and I posted this online, Dr. Dre said, I hate the business, but I love my creativity. And in order to do my creativity and to the length of the way I want to do my creativity, I got to know the business. I got to know and understand how to run a business. I got to run my creativity like a business. Do you think that this, this time frame that we've been living in in 2020 has forced a lot of artists to take a step back and be like, what exactly do I own? How exactly am I building it? Where is everything going? Am I running my creativity like a business? Are they, are they, are they, were they kind of thrust upon into that, that, that frame of thinking now?
1: It's a, it's a, Excellent question. And, uh, and I think you're a hundred percent right. Uh, what, hit, what this has caused people to do is to say, well, how does my record deal work? Mm. How good is my record deal? Why am I not able to make money? You know, how much money is being generated and how much goes into my pocket and how did I let this happen? Uh, if you're not, uh, if you're not satisfied with that answer. Um, I think in in the time where uh, a chunk of money like touring is no longer on the table, the question becomes, you know, how else are you participating in the rest of your business? Mm. And in the day when you might have done a record deal and said, you know, I'm going to take less, I'm going to take a, a smaller royalty so that I can build a live business, That that answer now is not so clear. Right, you you know you're a new artist and you're streaming online and I have artists right now that are you know that have very high level of of record interest and you start to wonder well if I am not really able to go on the road for the next year what am I getting from this record company uh, and and you you have to really rethink the structure of your deals and and rethink how uh, the money flows uh, and and yes I think. You know, a lot of clients are like, what, you know, what's the landscape and how do I protect myself? Because this is, this, this may not have been expected, let's say six months ago, but now it might be now, you know, in a year from now, if something happens, you might have all travel that, that's immediately stopped. Um, And, and it, it's, it's quite possible that this happens again at some point and it's not so unforeseeable. So, you know, People have to be really smart, and they have to do things that uh, that make sense. One example that I can give off the cuff is uh, Marshmallow and his manager Mo Lizy. They launched uh, a kid uh, concept, an animated kid concept called Melodies, mm. um, and yeah. you know that was that was something that uh, we'd been working on for a long time, and recognized that in in a time where you know Marshmallow didn't have to fly around the world and, uh, and go from show to show to show, we had some, some, you know, real downtime to focus and, and, you know, make this a reality. Uh, it, you know, that's, that's a whole side brand that they're able to, uh, to come together and and build that, you know, will last forever. Right. And it, you know, they, they have real assets, they have real, um, they have, you know, real revenue and, and they run it as a, as a real business. So, You know, that's the that's the kind of approach that some people are taking to say, all right, I need to I need to diversify my business and make sure that uh, that I'm not dependent on on any one one stream of income.
0: I think it's a really good example. And, uh, you know, and to your point, if you part of pivoting is. When we have ideas that we've had for some time, and we are able to, you know, uh, give them some attention for, you know, infrastructure building it on the side, doing things while we're busy, using a time like this, a when all of a sudden the things that were removed that would take up your time now allow you to accelerate it, and b what a perfect time because of kids and entertainment and needing some things when there are drastic changes going on right now. So like it's sort of like where preparation meets. What's the expression? Uh, Uh, where um, preparation meets uh, opportunity. Opportunity. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Thank you. And, you know, the other thing is, for for, for everybody listening, whether, um, especially, you know, some of your artists, this happening actually happens uh, across any industry and across anybody's life. I mean, I I, I think I'm... uh, Fortunate in the 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 way that I remember eight years ago when I had to go through something very drastic, I did have to take back a little bit of my own power and be like, wait a minute, how am I been handling things exactly? <laughs> you know, and then you start you start right. going down the rabbit hole of your own like, where's my cash flow normally coming in? How am I? You know, I know how I do my my consulting contracts, but services can be wiped out at any point. Am I automating certain things? Where am I like? Where am I building? Where am I diversifying myself for when these things type of things happen? So. And I'm just saying that for, uh, cause I know what our audiences combined will include a lot of musicians. I get like a 23% rate of, of, uh, the music industry following me. <laughs> so like, and I know all your people listening, I just want everybody to know that it can happen in any industry and in any, you know, I was a marketing and tech consultant and then I turned my services into eventually doing an agency, but like I had to diversify. And even then it has three different recurring streams built into it. And, um, but that's because I had to redefine how my services can continue to go or work. And build how you build them into assets. So it happens in any industry, and I'm glad you bring it up uh, because I want anybody that's listening to know, like, yeah, it happens. And I think you have to take that that step back and look look at all of the things that you currently have. Um, since we've been given that time, that beautiful opportunity of time, to say, well, this is what's going on in the contract, and, hmm. and you know, I didn't necessarily understand it before because the money was flowing so much. And, you know, it's like sort of like Dr. Dre back in the NWA days, <laughs> like when he had time to slow down and read the contract, he was like, wait a minute, this isn't right. You know, so um, how do you feel like when you look at, uh, at like something like United Masters? Are you familiar with United Masters? Sure. Um, you know, leading that that charge of um, this new digital paradigm in how artists can uh, manage their their path a little bit more independently or whether not even just necessarily United Masters, but you're seeing everyone from Drake to, you know, constantly, you know, to Tory Lanez, like everybody, right? Like talking about independent and, and, and dropping labels and doing their own thing and all these things, there's like kind of a, a taking back in the industry. Is that, is that happening as fast as it looks like online or because it's, it's being highly talked about and, and very open and transparent right now? What are your thoughts on how independent are people really going?
1: Uh, I, I think it is happening uh, at the uh, at the speed of lightning. I mean, if you Beautiful. look at uh, TikTok and, you yep. know, there's a new artist getting signed off of TikTok every, you know, couple of days, mm. um, you know, I think uh, independence is a, uh, is a word that people like to preach and uh, it's a little bit harder for people to practice. Mm. Uh, so Great quote right there. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, re, I'm I, uh, gonna I'll repost that for you. <laughs> right, right. Uh, it, it's you know I get on calls all the time with young artists, and you know we talk about the most important three words in the music business: patience, patience, and patience. Um, and you know then the question becomes, uh, you know, when when are we doing this deal? And you know you you get it you get into this uh, this desire of of how patient your team is going to be. And, you know, then life comes and and somebody says, well, I need a check, or I don't want to, I don't want to drive Postmates or I don't want to fucking, you know, drive Uber. or I don't want to go to a restaurant and be a server. Um, So you're, you're always kind of balancing those issues. And artists now have lots of opportunities to, to try a variety of, uh, of uh, homes right? Uh, you can go to you can go, right. um, you know, district it, you can go anywhere you, uh, and then obviously you can go the distribution companies and you can go the majors. Um, and everybody in, uh, in that, you know, channel is, is asking, you know, let me be a part of it or let me sign the kid or let me, you know, there's, there's a million different options that somebody has and the question becomes, uh, how patient are they to to really make the best choice at the right time for that right team? Um, you know, part of it is going to be able is going to be directly related to the the success of the team and the capabilities of that team, right? So if 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 that team is is able to do everything, then you can make a deal a lot later in the in the series of options. If you're limited in uh, in what you're able to produce, maybe you need help writing songs, or maybe you need help producing records, or maybe you need help with marketing, or maybe you don't know exactly who you are as an artist. Then you're you're going to try and uh, make a deal, maybe a little bit earlier, so that you bring on partners that that bring value. Uh, but you you really have to analyze who you are and what you're adding to the team. And then balancing what you're giving away in order to get there. Uh, and, and again, every client has to do a different analysis. Uh, and for some, the value of, uh, being able to write with a particular person or being able to get advice from a particular expert is the name of the game. Uh, you know, so, so everybody's gotta, gotta make specific decisions and then ultimately recognize that these decisions will have long uh long impact because these deals tend to be uh long and you know in an artist's life you should be so lucky to be able to have a, a long career but you yeah, you have to recognize that ma- many many artists don't necessarily have uh the you know a 20 year career a 30 year career it's, you, you really got to be smart
0: yeah i mean it's <laughs> It is a consistency game for sure, and it's a um, and it's a growth game, and it's a nurturing of your craft game, and it's a doing the you know doing all the learning all the ropes and you know and it's um, your um, what is <laughs> I'm complimenting you I'm trying about to compliment you but I'm also <laughs> trying to find the right words because it's like in the in the business realm of the music and entertainment space you're a very vital role in my opinion. Um, you and you are a very niche role because you're where the deals happen and the protection happens and the thought process and the strategy and, um, you know, and again, I'm going to reiterate one more time, the protection aspect. <laughs> so I, I I think being a vital, there are certain aspects of the music industry that you could probably take away because you've got, some aspects of that tech or digital can supply. You still need other components, like you said, and you got to kind of figure out which components that you need and all that stuff. I feel like your role is always vital. Am I, would I be, would I be correct in saying that?
1: Oh, I mean, I, I, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, it, my role is absolutely vital because I'm, I'm like the army and the Navy yeah, and the Marines. That's exactly it. Uh, and, and making sure that, you know, uh, the client has the complete, uh, you know, upside on, on everything that they need. Right. So I'm making, I'm making sure that, uh, that clients are able to, uh, make as much money as possible, that have as much freedom of, of creativity as possible, have the ability to pivot, have the ability. I mean, honestly, clients need to have, you know, an artist wants to be able to do X, Y, and Z and, Um, And I have to make sure that 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 is able to happen. And if it isn't, someone's going to look at me funny and say, what the hell is going on here? Um, You know, at at the same time, I think when I'm a part of a team, I'm doing whatever I can do to bring value, Mm. right? So it may not, you know, not everything that I do will be legal, right? Um, You know, if I'm talking to a, a chairman about, uh, or a chairwoman about music or about my excitement of, of an artist, you know, there's, there's a certain level of, um, uh, of response and, and, uh, uh, and quality that, you know, that my clients, uh, you know, bring to the table and by association that I bring to the table. Uh, there's also, you know, a level of success and competency that, uh, that we're able to kind of achieve together. So, You know, you put an artist, you put a great manager, you put a great lawyer Mm -hmm. uh, and you start running a a business that um, that can grow into something that's real. So, you know, there's not that many record companies, there's not that many publishing companies um, and and all roads kind of lead at a certain point to the to the same usual suspects. Uh, And then the question becomes, how well do you run that business and Mm -hmm. and how well equipped are you to running that business, at least from the lawyer standpoint? um, You know, we've got nine lawyers that are all day, every day working on our clients' businesses. Um, And, you know, these these are very heavy businesses. There is a shit pile of things that are happening on all different fronts, whether it's uh, TV or whether it's marshmallow or whether it's Cardi B or whether, I mean, these are, these are really big, uh, complicated, uh, you know, businesses with lots of different people and lots of different teams and, and, and lots of different goals. And that makes, that makes things, uh, exciting and, and the smarter a team that you have, the more successful that team is going to be.
0: So true. I, you know, uh I think there was for anybody listening to, you know, when you paired an artist, a good manager and a good attorney, that right there is a trifecta in my opinion. Um, I, you know, while I don't necessarily need a manager per se, but, um, but I think uh, running the business of your creative and having a good attorney, I look at you guys, maybe it's because I'm a lawyer's son. I don't know. But I look at you guys and I look at my one that handles a lot of my, the business side of stuff as a coach and a quarterback. <laughs> you guys are like, right. Hey. Right. This could or couldn't happen in any number of these ways. Here's the best way to approach it so everybody wins and everybody's happy and, you know, and here's how you can eat. And I feel like that's such a coach mentoring thing to do. And then there's the quarterback and like, let me take the ball real quick and you're there, but let's just, you know, let's just make sure that these little pieces here are, you know, so when I throw the ball, you're, you're in the end zone and ready for the catch. <laughs> so totally. I give you, I give you, so I, and I, and you're absolutely right, because I think that you're also, uh, you're, you're even way more than an attorney because I think you become a trusted advisor and a trusted friend and a trusted, but in business, a trusted advisor and mentor, um, and seeing all of the intricate sides, um, that a lot of times, everybody's a lot of times people are very cut and dry and it's not so cut and dry because there's so many different ways to do things and you've mentioned this before in the past and and there's so many ways for so many different people to win at the same time, which is a newer in my opinion a newer mode of thinking that you know our I'd like to think our generation started ushering in a little bit more and we've learned from previous, but I'm just saying um you know just this win 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 mentality um how if to 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 bring it you know back into the this idea of pivoting and artists right now that are kind of going through this um phase of how would i want to pivot what's the best approach what do you think like if somebody's taking a step back and I, I know we kind of started talking about this a little bit earlier but um you know you're you're looking at how do you how do you truly say okay here's how i want to do some things moving forward like what would be like the first few steps um, that somebody should analyze, um, you know, other than how their cash flow had been coming in, maybe some other things that they should, you know, they should consider strategically before making any bolder or, or brash moves.
1: So uh, you you raise a great point. A couple of things I want to talk about. One is is there's a, a lot a lot of great analogies between sports. And, uh, and the music business. Mm. Um, and athletes do not win championships alone. No. Uh, you know, e- even, even if you're, uh, a tennis player, you're gonna thank your coach and you're gonna thank, uh, you, you know, your, your trainers. The reality is, uh, it takes, it takes a team to win. It takes, it takes a, a, a consistent effort over a long period of time to get to that kind of high level of, of success. So, first and foremost, you gotta, you gotta know who's on your team uh, and you have to work together and you have to work in unison and you have to make, you know, kind of smart decisions and, you know, kind of gamble in, uh, gamble wisely. Right. I think um, there's, I said before, patience is key. Mm. Um, But, you know, part of, part of me wants to kind of back up and, you know, it took me 20 years to get to a, a, a place where I feel that I can move pretty quickly and know a lot of what um, what makes me so kind of uh, useful and, and valuable to clients is um, I've spent 20 years doing things like becoming an expert uh, in a number of different areas, and I think people People need to focus on how to become experts at whatever it is that they're doing. Uh, I think that so that true. becomes, you know, something that I, I don't think people focus enough on research, knowledge, you know, studying, understanding the landscape. Everyone says, "Well, I want to do this." Well, how much do you know about something? Mm. How organized are you? I think one, and I think I, I remember you're, you. You and I are are very similar. We kind of get through our emails, uh, you know, every day. And, (laughs) and I mean, my, my organization is one of my keys to success that, you know, I think I learned when I was in fourth grade. Um, it's, it's so powerful to, to have all of the information at your fingertips at any moment in time, a client can call me or, uh, or I can, I can recall things very, very quickly, not necessarily by, by memory, but by my organization and whether you're an artist or, or you're, you want to be an executive or you want to, you want to be anything, um, the better you're organized and the better you can understand things, the more successful that you'll be able to, to be when you're trying to figure out, um, you know, what your next move is, is supposed to be. I think, um, People need to look at the micro of what they're successful at and the macro of what the market is doing. So, you know, you've, you the, the more these pieces, you know, you're able to play with, the more that you'll be able to start to say, all right, I'm more successful here and this is where I should be spending more of my time. Um, and so again, every client is going to be different and every business is going to be different, at least for my business, you know, at a certain point, Kendrick Lamar became one of the biggest artists on the face of the planet. And I knew I was very kind of well-versed in in hip hop. Um, I wasn't uh, about eight years ago dealing with too many DJs. So one of the things I quickly kind of realized was it's time for me to explore that side of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, eight years later, uh, you know, I've got Marshmallow Jaws, Slushy, you know, and a bunch of other clients that, and alesso and and you know you've you've got you've got to start looking at your own business like a scientist. And the more you do that, the more you'll realize that you know there's not random success. there's there's a real um, you know benchmark that that you're using. And the more you do that, and the more you keep track of that, the more you'll be able to say, "Oh, if I pour a little bit of this, I get a return like this. If I pour a little bit of this, and and then you start to make smart choices and so going back to your team that team is it, you know if if everyone's working together to achieve that goal then you start to really develop the the speed at which your your team can work and which this business grows and it's it it may take some time to figure that out you're not always going to know everything you take some 19 year old kid um, you know, it's going to take some time to figure out what is what is the brand, what is the business, what is the success? But yeah you know, that's that's what we do.
0: I think there's so many good things in there that you just said. Uh, and I wanted to quote Sugar free. I obviously, remember sugar free back in the day with DJ quick. Uh, basically, your point about organization, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. I mean, right. well, not that he was the only one that said that. but yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, and it's this I think it's this idea of, Constantly organizing your house and constantly um, uh, cleaning the house <laughs> and constantly working right. on your home at where you're at. I don't care if it's a four by four or 4,000 by 4,000, <laughs> like whatever it is. Um, and there was there's uh, when you're talking about like um, the, the team, I love team analogies. I I consistently use the whole uh, uh, Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen analogy like scotty Pipp like michael jordan needed scotty pippen in fact that's when they started winning championships when scotty came onto the team and like it's not that they they didn't win before it's just that the the structure the infrastructure that they had was getting them to the semis just not to the finals or winning the championships and so um you know you have to have the right team ingredients of people that you can rely on that they also are showing up just the same because they're really dedicated to their craft which goes to your second point about You really have to be an expert at what you do and really double and triple, quadruple down on that. Um, And it does, I think, help you, as you said, you know, looking at things in your business like a scientist. Um, And that that really that hit me really hard because I think um, we're able to plan differently when we're really in our craft, because then you're constantly it's like you're constantly in the ground at the ground level working on it and seeing changes. You can see changes so many steps ahead because you're really ingrained in the craft. Somebody else isn't doing it for you. You're constantly around it and you're constantly seeing like so when a when a new deal structure, or something new that happened, like whether, you know, marshmallow set that precedent, you're like, is this gonna happen more? This may happen more. And we were already ready for it, but this may happen more. How can we how can we understand where things are gonna go continuously from here, you know, with what we just did with Marshmallow here, you know, and some of his previous deals. And I I think sometimes people forget that. And the other thing, when you were mentioning, you know, eight years ago, (laughs) eight years ago when you said, you know, looking at DJs and other things, it's that ability to, to look at things and say, I know this is working here. Where else can I diversify knowing where I already start to see shifts and being willing and able and patient to nurture that with an innate knowing in some weird way that, You know, the uncertain will become certain at some point in time. Um, That also really resonated with me. You know, I sharing on the on the on the personal front, um, you know, I noticed that in the digital world, there's so much of the the front end sexy stuff that everybody loves to do. And I I love content more than anything Um, in my business side. I noticed that um, where a lot of the money is actually made. Um, but also in, in, it requires a lot of intense um, concentration is in the sales and marketing automation, being able to handle mass quantities of people in a very streamlined fashion um, that are able to do any number of things with your products and services but also still feel very personalized, like you're still there. So it's not like you're just being sold to, but you're being nerd, like you're building the community while also managing them at scale. And that requires a lot of backend stuff, not so sexy, but that's where that's, that's what's running the people that are in critical mass online. Yeah. And so it was interesting to, to double and triple down in an area pre pandemic <laughs> knowing that, you know, we're only getting more and more digital, and how do we how do we manage our e com? How do we manage our dropships? How do we manage our you know all of the the diversified digital real estate? And then you know when all of a sudden there's a an influx of people that come in like oh my god is this what you do? And you're like yeah what do you need help with? So that opportunity meets you know preparation meets opportunity as you said earlier so. I, I think it was great everything you said. And, and you're right. I think that you're being, you said, also talked about smart choices and not random success. Well, I think you can make smart choices if you're constantly in your craft, right? Because you're constantly like seeing really cool things. And I think it allows you to ask really great questions and find really cool people to, to, um, you know, to work with on those, those decisions, right?
1: Right. We, um, you know, you hit on, you hit on Marshmallow's deals. Um, you know, we, we changed the business um in in marshmallow's uh landscape of of how he does record deals right he's not signed to a record company uh he's uh uh he is his own record company and every deal that he does he does them at different companies whenever he wants to do them and their licenses they're like single song licenses i mean his catalog is uh is his own um and no one no one can operate like that and the only reason we were able to do that is it took us 8 years to build it um and we found single wins doing uh you know being patient building our own brand and giving an opportunity to uh, a record company to help promote their artist right the the featured artist and uh we've we've built i don't know i think today he's like a the 10th biggest artist on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we created a a new paradigm of how to do deals and, uh, you know, the other clients that, that I represent, we're, we're doing the same stuff in a different way, but trying to approach things and say, you know what, you don't have to just do it one way. Uh, you can look at it from a different, uh, a different vantage point. And the more you do that and the smarter, you know, your team is and the more patient your team is, uh, the more, uh, you'll get to get the results that you're, that you're looking for and, and have the kind of business that, uh, that you're trying to make, you know, it's, it's, you know, there's no one way to do anything. True. Um, you know, there, there's customary ways of doing things and, and ultimately if you're going to bring on whomever, everyone needs to get paid. Uh, you know, nobody's, you know this is a business at the end of the day. Um, but you know it's really it's really smart when people bring on smart partners and valuable you know uh, partners. so it's it's something that you know you have to think about every day, and you also have to think about the continuity of your team and making sure that you have people that you can trust. I mean, I think I think trust is it, trust and loyalty become, you know two of the most important words when uh, when thinking about who to build a business with because oftentimes you know if you have problems you're going to spend more time dealing with problems which doesn't forward your business right you've got to you've got to eliminate mines you've got to eliminate pitfalls you've got to eliminate waste and whenever you have those types of uh of dead wasted time effort energy dealing with it with problems that shouldn't have happened or if people were wiser or more experienced or or knew what they were doing or or simply honest um you you, you're being you're being kind of uh you got to be smart so you know it's it's there's lots of things to focus on. There's, there's lots of things to pay attention. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a trick of the trade. So you, you start to learn these things over time.
0: I think you bring up such a valid, uh, appropriate um, point, especially for times like, you know, this and in if we're thinking about pivoting, is the idea of besides looking at where you want to go, look at what you need to let go. And I think that that's really what you just brought about, eliminating problems and where there, where is there dead wasted time and energy and all these other things. And are you putting out too many problems over here in, in these particular areas repeatedly? You know, because, uh, and, and I think for anybody listening, because <laughs> there's a, because there's <laughs> mistakes are fine. They happen, like we're, we're that's part of growth, but re- repeated problems and repeated issues that don't necessarily need to keep happening because they should be. They should have been learned. They can really, they can really um, cause more harm than not if we're not letting them go and, and getting that out of our out of our, our space. They can impact both our business. They can impact our creativity and our life at large. So, I think a big part of the pivoting is also eliminating. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's not coming with 100%. me, right? you know
1: uh, 100% 100% you've got you've there's there's so many different things that that happen in an artist's business i mean for instance um one thing that that uh i do oftentimes is i'll, I'll get a musicologist involved mm. in the analysis of of a song and maybe we're a little concerned about uh infringement or um you know maybe it sounds like a song and you just want to be kind of proactive in order to avoid problems because even if you're in the the range of danger if you're in that zone even if you're ultimately not an infringer if you do get a lawsuit that energy and that time and that money and all of those things become a massive just weight that you get zero from you get no benefit you have to put all uh, you have to put a bunch of resources toward fighting something and ultimately you'll wanna avoid being there. But unless you've been through some lawsuits, unless you've been sued many times, unless you know you've walked through that that process, you're you may not have that on your radar of like, you know what, we need to avoid this and we need to make extra, extra, extra special care to get rid of this. So you know, everyone everyone learns as they as they develop their business and the more wartime experiences you have, the more you're able to kind of see the problem before it happens and make sure that you're driving way out of the way so that you're not in combat zone, um, whether, and that can be, that can be a lawsuit. That could be misunderstanding on deal points. That could be, um, you know, dealing with people that, you know, do something, but, you know, say something else. Um, you know, the, Th- this business is is filled with a a a ton of different people from from different types of companies and it's very helpful to be in business with people across across genre and acro- across platform that you can trust and you can close deals with and and you can rely on when there is a problem that you're going to solve it and always there's there's always going to be problems so you know, it's um, it's valuable to to know these things, and and you know, I I know that people learn them over time. So, you know, it's something that, that you got to keep in mind.
0: You know, and it's and it's such a funny catch twenty two because as much as people like you and I, uh, you know, I'm 41. You know, so uh, giving some time, learn from experiences, to know these things about what wasted time and energy is. We want to almost we want to protect and assist and mentor others to not have to deal with those. But the context sometimes gets lost about, you know, some of them, I found some really, really smart kids, man. <laughs> They're like, you know what? I don't need to, I don't need you to prove it to me. I'll just, I, I got you. I'm listening. And I, I really respect them. Cause I'm like, if only I was like you at that age, <laughs> you know? because then there's everybody right. else where they, they'll fight it because there's no context. So the catch 22 is like, I don't want, I want you to have not the shortcut of life, but the shortcut of not wasting your time because right. it's wasted energy. And if you waste that energy, I want to see your craft thrive. I don't want you to go through the things that I've had to experience, but it'll all come down to your choices, kiddo. <laughs> you know, what I mean? It's like whether you, whether you, whether you're cool and being like, you know what? Mouth shut. I got it. I'll ride off the piggyback of your mistakes, <laughs> you know, or, right. or if they're going to be like, Matt, I just got to learn it for myself. And I respect both. I actually really respect both. It's just that I, it hurts a little bit harder, harder in my heart because I'm like, I, I don't want to see you. It's the empath. I me. I don't want to see you get hurt in the, in the, in the, the crux of it all, because you're right. You, you don't get anything out of the fights and, or the lawsuits or the, the, the wasted, Battle the the wasted energy from the battles and, and all these things. You definitely get a beautiful education, and I'm very fortunate for it. But you know, you want to pass it on to somebody too. <laughs> you want to help them, you know, in the process, and whether they get it or not is is the is the catch twenty two. I think.
1: Right, I, I think you know. Another issue is you have to you can't do everything by yourself. No, right. You have to bring bring on experts that they get to run with their expertise. And, you know, whether it's somebody that directs a video or whether it's somebody that produces a song or whether it's somebody that writes something or whether it's a lawyer or a manager, the most valuable thing uh, that I've seen in teams is people have specific job descriptions and and not everyone's trying to manage and not everyone's trying to do the legal work and not everyone's trying to be the artist. Um, and and also, you know record companies and publishing companies. and you know everyone has their kind of domain. And the more that you understand people's domain, whether it's agents and and their expertise, the more that you're able to, again, move the business forward in a intelligent, efficient, and uh, you, you know um, in, you know smart and directed way. So you know that's that's the. The biggest challenge in the music business is there's so many different teams that are, that are just not alike. Mm. So everyone has a little bit different of a business and a little bit different of an audience and a little bit different of a goal. And the, the job of the people that are a part of that business is to identify what those, those North Stars are and to try and make those a reality, but realize that you're dealing with people. People that yep. may have, may come from different backgrounds and may have different struggles yes. and may have different needs, may have different, you know, expenses and desires and education. And, you know, that's it's a real, it, it, it's a real variable, which which makes it exciting because no two businesses are the same. So true. But it presents challenges because you've got to modify how this one group works. Um, based on what they need and you know i kind of have to turn my brain a little bit when i deal with different clients and different teams because they do things in a different way Um, and and that that becomes exciting interesting and uh and no two days are are the same Mm.
0: you know what i what i hear in that too is i want my team to have a very high IQ from domain expertise and my relationship with them to have a high EQ. So I understand what their world is like, what are their goals, their aspirations, their desires, things like that. Um, when I created my current agency, we have a core four and then a like a team of 20. And, but there's really just the relationship at the top is between me and, and a gal that I'm like, the very, the way we started off was, what do you want? Tell me what you want. Tell me everything you want, you for your family. And they're overseas. I was like, for you, your family, all this, like, what is it that you want? Like in life, everything. <laughs> I literally want to know what are your needs? Cause there's good things already happen here, but what are your needs? Like what, how is all that? But her domain expertise is like something I have never seen as a ninja <laughs> in, in a particular area of, of, um, of, um, marketing and, and systemizing and operational efficiency that I'm just like, I've never seen this before, but I want to nurture that domain expertise and the relationship we have through EQ, but I rely on her high IQ. And I love that you bring up about domain expertise and that, you know, no two teams are alike and that you have to kind of know all these, these other things that are, are the drivers of their world or, or what are they dealing with? Are there emotional things that are happening or things with the family or, or any number of things? Um, because, we rely on them um, first as their professional selves because it's a business, but I also rely on them on their personal selves because I need your world to keep evolving you so you can continue to show up um, and be a great part of this team dynamic. And uh, it's interesting managing both. It's <laughs> to to, I mean, it, it, it seems to be flowing and working, but it's, it's an interesting, I never thought about the two working together until more recent years and it's just been a very interesting thing to to, to witness um, and I'm glad that you bring that up and domain expertise is vital because the other thing that I learned too uh, over the years was um, and I heard this quote it's not mine but it's you can't delegate what you don't understand and that hit me very hard and I think it's like I'm not saying for any artist to, to um, hey, you have to be a lawyer first before hiring Josh, but I'm saying that you have to understand like how are you set up, like what what's going on in your world, so that you can have an intelligent conversation about those things with the domain experts that you need to go hire, because if you just want somebody to go solve your problems and you bounce from person to person or you just say, oh, you know, hey, you build it for me, like I, I'm the talent, you just go build it, it's like. No, you still need to understand like what's going on in the world that you're creating for your talent, so you can have you can ask the right questions to the right people and hire the right ones for you that are in alignment for what you're trying to go. You can't do you can't delegate if you don't understand at a core level yourself first, right?
1: Hundred percent. I think um, you know the vision has to come. You know, I don't own people's. Uh, I don't own my clients' intellectual property, right? I uh, it's it's one it's one variable that I'm helping people build their businesses. I'm helping people achieve their goals, and it has to come from them. And you know, it's made, it, it's probably hard for a 19 year old to know what the hell they're trying to build. Right? Um, <laughs> you know, fair. it's it's like you know, what's what's your vantage point? You're you yeah. know, you, you're you, you may not have the the kind of uh, binoculars to be able to see far into the future, um, and and that that's the that's the the benefit of having you know smart people around to say all right like if you did it this way it can go like this and if you do it this way it can go like this and maybe we need to take a short term uh, you know we we need to move in the short term and so that you can get a little bit more experience so that we can make some long term decisions. Um, you know, I think I think business managers tend to do some of the same stuff. Like, you know, where? What are you trying to achieve? Are you trying to fund multiple generations worth of wealth? And you know, what is what does your life look like? So it's um, it's it's a moving target. And as people grow, their businesses grow, and so you you might want to bite off a little bit more than you did before. Uh, I know when I look at my business, I uh, you know it's evolved over twenty years. it It hasn't stayed the same. And once you're at a certain level, then you're trying to accomplish bigger goals. You're trying to 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 do something that you've never done. And the more you do that, the the more you're kind of getting to a place you've never been. Mm. Um, but again, that's that's the exciting part yes. of of the music business. and and that's the exciting part of of these uh, of these clients because everyone's got different goals and they change and they they grow and you know I, again I I'm talking to this one 21 year old kid and you know he, he just got a million streams and he is just so happy I mean he is like he never thought he was going to get a million streams mm-hmm. and that you know and in my mind I'm like well imagine when you get a hundred million imagine right. when you get a billion because right. i think you're going to get you know and imagine when you make your first hundred thousand dollars and your first million dollars and you know there's there's a bunch of firsts and it's a it's so rewarding to be a part of that process when a i get to work around exciting creative uh you know young young people um and me i'm 45 so you know i still feel young but i i know that it, it's It's not what it was, Um, and then you know, get you know to watch that that experience and joy is is really it's it's super rewarding.
0: You know, there's a lot of um, I think what keeps us young, but uh, as an observation of you, uh, constantly staying at the forefront of how the an industry is evolving, being a leader at the forefront of how deals are getting structured taking care of people also just being a music aficionado period like you love music and you love hip-hop you know so there's a lot of things in there that I think keep you just constantly innovative front-running you know and uh and um young man you know in the game you know I I don't know at least I think that I think if I was looking at it from the outside, that's how I would see it. And, you know, what's also interesting is I was thinking about this as you were saying this, you know, you had the first 20 years and now you're playing on the next 20. And and the first 20 has one type of creativity and it's a lot with it filled with a lot of different moving parts, no different than, you know, playing bigger on the, the back 20. But the back 20, it's sort of like you're using creativity with a lot of... Um, wisdom when you play with a lot of wisdom your moves are a little bit different um so i feel like the scalability is yeah it's playing even bigger but it's like organized uncertainties organized chaos like you're like you know what whether it was one million or a hundred million dollar deal or whatever it might be or we're this many lawyers or that many lawyers as a business whatever it might be the ability to make decisions based off of past experiences just in scale seems to be probably a bit more there and you get to still use all this creativity of like hey where are we really going with everything and what do we really want to do as a as a firm and as a like and how we're shaping the industry and all this stuff because you get to play when creativity meets wisdom I think you get to really play at a whole other level um, that actually is very exciting and fun and it doesn't the uncertainty isn't even <laughs> I'm like of course everything's uncertain I love it I could not have said that about 15 years ago. I couldn't have said that like five years ago. (laughs) So, you know, I don't know, 40, turning 40 had something to do that for me. I have no idea. You know, I don't know if that's a, you know, a whole other spiritual thing for another conversation. (laughs) But like, you know, I just uh, but have you noticed that when you get to apply creativity to to this kind of more wisdom like place uh, with a, a level of patience built into like okay okay wait, wait let's step back let's look at all this what's what's going on here where do we really want to take this and and having that right. clarity do you, do you feel like you just have even more clarity as you continue to move forward
1: a thousand percent I think uh, when whenever you do something for 20 years uh, if you're doing it at a high level and yes. um, you know in the beginning you start out wherever you do but if you do something for a long period of time, you're gonna become really, uh, really good at. Hopefully, you're gonna become really good at um, at at, a, at at that uh, task. Um, and the job of a music lawyer is multi-headed, and we do lots of different things, and we support our clients in, in a number of different ways. But ultimately, after 20 years, you pretty much know everyone or can get to anyone you want to in not only the music space, but everything that the music space touches. So the speed at which we can transact and the level of expertise that, that, that I can get on the other side becomes really high and and really efficient. So, you know, getting, getting the confidence of your clients to understand the big picture, to get them to trust and to, and to say, all right, you know, let's, let's go in this direction. And also to to teach managers and, and to get them to understand how to do this and how to build it and how to, how to, you know, own something at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It really, it, it's, it's a, it's a function of, all right, how many experts can we compile to, to move this business in the right direction? Because without an amazing artist and without an amazing manager and without an amazing partners on all sides, you know, the, you know you you're going to run in you're going to run into problems and everything has to go right in order to build these long-term brands so. uh and and it does it does happen and if you can do it for a year that's one thing if you can do it for 5 years that's one thing you start to be able to do it for 10 years and you you're starting to look at like cultural phenomena and you know timelessness and mm. you know <laughs> artists like Kendrick Lamar that's going to be listened to long after we're all, uh, you know, in the ground. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's special to be able to work with that kind of talent and, and those kinds of people. Uh, and you know, that's, that's, I wake up every morning, super excited about whatever it is that's going to fucking happen. Uh, and there's, you know, I'm, I'm in battle with, Lots of different people on lots of different fronts. And it's um it's exciting. It's it's really, you know, I'm I'm super blessed. <laughs>
0: I love that you say that. It's exciting when you said I'm in battle with a lot of different people on a lot of different fronts. I am. You're right. I fight. Yeah.
1: I'm the army. We already went through that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And 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 uh man, you know, I and I, I said it on a, a story yesterday. I said I wouldn't have it any other way. But damn, like sometimes I I can really feel like the tire. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take a couple days off, (laughs) you know, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I think it's a it's a it's an amazing battle to be in. Um, And uh, yeah, you know, and I and I I remember the first time I was in your office and we were were talking, I think, about Kendrick Lamar then. And you were talking about his his consistency uh, and dedication to craft and what an amazing artist. I mean, I've loved him since the absolute beginning, probably when almost nobody knew about him. You clearly did because you, you were right there. But, uh, and I, I just, what I find interesting about artists like him, which is very rare in my opinion, is there again, it's where the EQ and the IQ are coming together so strongly and, um, their ability to bring in, um, their domain where they can cross their domain expertise with their conscious state of creativity and like who they are in this world and, and whatnot. And just what a phenomenal artist. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure several of uh, your artists are, you know, and you're watching all of them. The other thing I was, I wanted to mention too was that I like when you mentioned about um, helping managers and, and how are they creating? Because I think that that's vital too. I think, uh, you know, managers play this such vital role with uh, we'll use your industry obviously but it can be it can transpire across industries like sports and others but they play this such vital role but they're nurturing the entity they also have to make sure that they're creating somewhat of themselves either a part of that entity or another entity for themselves and without that kind of um, mentorship from people like you that can be very difficult because you can you can dedicate a whole life to others um i'm just thinking of the consultant to me from years ago it's like you can dedicate a whole life to the success of others but you have to also really make sure that you're creating a foundation and an asset or set of assets for yourself in the process or it can become quirky later on and unless we have the right mentors for for that um you know so i'm i'm glad you bring that up do you, do you find it i mean do you do you find having these conversations with managers like often, and is that something that you're you're constantly helping them understand, like where you know both the the vital role they play on a day to day and how they're building the world in the process?
1: Right. It's it's a nuanced uh, point that you raise. I think um, you know the the managers that are uh, a part of different artists uh, they kind of get into their worlds in different ways. Um some, you know, start with them and some pick them up over time and some help build the business together. Mm -hmm. Uh, And depending on what what seat you're in, you can you can look at something and uh, and take a different position. Um, But at the at the end of the day, the partnership between a manager and an artist uh, is hopefully going to give them both more than they would have on their own. Yes. Um, And 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 that kind of uh, familial relationship that's built, Uh, whether it's, uh, you know, building businesses together, whether it's owning things together, whether it's buying a fucking piece of property together, (laughs) you know, that there, you know, it's one thing, it's one thing that I I don't do and I never want to do is be a manager. Um, You know, that's a very challenging job. It's a very nuanced, I mean, you have to really, like understand and be sympathetic and know how to get the most out of each other, but more more importantly, how to support that artist. And it's a hard 24 seven existence um, and, and how to, how to, you know, craft those conversations and how to talk creatively and, and really how to be the voice of the artist when the artist uh, may not be able to be at every single thing. Um, you know, you have to, you have to have a vision. I mean, managers are super important and the more, the smarter they are, you know, the more valuable that, that they, uh, that they, the more valuable they are and the more that they want to also be a part of the business. So it's a very kind of like nuanced place that everybody says, well, I want that,
0: right.
1: <laughs> you know, you, 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 you it, it, again, nothing is, no one's getting rich like overnight
0: right nobody Uh, you know
1: it takes it right and and you know it takes time to build these things and the point of you know contracts is to give people an opportunity to to have the ball and let me see what I can do with the ball and then you're like oh well he scored a couple of touchdowns well let me see well you know what else you know oh wow uh you know she decided she kicked, kicked a couple of field goals or whatever you know there's there's progress, and as you grow together, there becomes uh, more and more trust, and and you know the uh, the business becomes uh, the primary goal, and and you know who gets what is you know kind of works itself out. Yes, um, you know, and and you know you have some managers they only want one client. You have other managers they work with many different clients. Uh, you have some managers that will bring artists in on other. You know, clients that they take on. I mean, there's 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 managers and artists that start record companies. There's managers and artists that start publishing companies. Um, you know, and everybody wants to do everything. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, but you you gotta you, you gotta be patient. You gotta build smart, and uh, and you know it it's it becomes a it becomes a relationship of trust. The key key ingredient.
0: Yeah, you know, it it's everything, and and there's really no set ways of how to build other than I do think that at, the, at your core foundation trust um, and patience uh, and um, you know consistency and things like that but you know I, I, I can't remember the guess but we we were talking about how some like to have multiple things at one time um, that they're building and that's one way of doing it and others you know and I think this individual had said you know, I know a good friend that he doubled down and just I'm only focused on this one thing. I will highly systemize and I will highly stay focused and then I will replicate the system and put it into other things. And there's never really any set ways. But I will say it all leads back to what you said. It is definitely not overnight <laughs> the way social media, you know, sometimes portrays it. Or the fact that I think that a lot of people have to understand that what they're seeing on social media is also, um again, like they're they're the results of what those people are living now. And I mean, you know, I I recently put on stories like um, whether it was Wiz Khalifa is that I'm almost at a thousand fans just want to thank all, you know, all thousand of you, you know, it was like from like a Twitter post like years ago, you know, and things like that. Uh, I think it was him. Um, But, uh, you know, just that's the part I think people just often don't understand is that, you know, in the building of anything, it's just not overnight and and that dedication to domain expertise and craftsmanship is everything you know so
1: don't believe I, the hype what what I, I i'd be very careful i'd be very careful to uh to to assume everything on social media is free so uh, <laughs> it is 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 correct is you know it's it's a uh, you know it's entertainment too
0: yeah, you know, and uh, well, and, and, I, I, and I feel bad because it sometimes uh, plays to people's emotions. I'm like, yeah, but he said I was going to start making like, you know, a million a month like in, in five months. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> if that were the truth, right. wouldn't there be more people doing it? Um, what, right. what, what do you have like coming up? Like what's, um, what's some interesting things happening right now?
1: Uh, I, you know, it's almost like what's on my agenda today. Uh, <laughs> Cardi B has a big fucking record. Yeah, she does. Uh, you know, it's a big <laughs> record in the world. So that's, uh, that's exciting. Um, you know, there's, if I, if I told you, I, I, I I'd, I'd take away the surprise, but, um, <laughs> you know, we're, 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 we're working diligently on, uh, a lots of releases and lots of music and lots of partnerships and, um, you know, doing, you know, I, I gotta keep something secret. So, you know, keep, uh, Keep tabs. It'll you, you'll you'll see it you'll see it unfold slowly.
0: Well, I mean, everybody that's listening, if you guys want to just keep tabs as it's happening, you can just follow at Josh P Bender on Instagram. But yeah, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't you know you would definitely not have to reveal all the surprises, but. I'm glad there's a lot of activity going on. And, um, you know, are, do, outside of music, but with these artists, are, are there some cool, exciting things that they're diversifying with as well, like in launching, that, you know, that their fans can also embrace in other aspects of them? You don't have to say what they are.
1: Right. I mean, I right now there's, um, there's a lot of opportunity in, let's say, uh, fast food. There's a lot of opportunity in... You know, I think I, I think uh, quarantine has uh, has created opportunities for uh, spirits and alcohol and um, yes. uh, and and, you know, whether it's, you know, my clients aren't doing tobacco deals. But there's there's a, a whole kind of drive that, you know, certain industries have have haven't had the same uh, pain as as others. Streaming has obviously been a uh, a driver of the income in the business. So I think, uh, you know, master income is is something that people are, uh, very interested in, in building and catalogs. Like I think, Mm -hmm. you know, a number of, uh, clients, you know, whether it's a publishing catalog, it's, it's, um, you know, continuing to, to sign different types of, uh, of things or, or build different types of assets. Uh, the goal is, the goal is to, um, is to do it uh, very well and to, uh, and to build, you know, to put their time into things that that matter. I have lots of clients that are signing things. Um, So that becomes really exciting. And, you know, ultimately it's the, it's the music business. So if you're not working on music and you're not working on those big records and um, you, you, you're, you're missing the boat. So I think, you know, we can't forget that (laughs) your success does come down to the, to the songs. Uh, and you can't, uh, you can't put anything, uh, above that. So that's, um, that's good. That's good for people to to focus on and, and, and no, it's not a, it's not a gimmick. It's gotta be great records. And if you can, if you can get to the top of the streaming services, you're going to be, you're going to be in good hands. Um, I'm really excited about this new kid, Jack Hayes. Uh, he's, uh, a young, artist and uh, is kind of like a, a you know a, a little bit of a throwback rock kid um and uh you know I got a bidding war on the kid right now so um you know we're we're out there working that's
0: awesome oh, you know by the way I like what you're saying about uh with the music and the streams and the, you know I think that sometimes um People tend to throw creatives in a box, which obviously is why I discuss this on this this podcast about like, oh, whether well, a musician, like, no, 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 no. They run their creativity like a business, which the content or the music and the streams, which they do very, very well, is the lead gen, the lead generation for the other things as well that are relevant and pertinent and it's taking money from here and diversifying it over there and putting into this and putting into that and to all these different passions. And, you know, I think that's one of the things I've, I've always loved about Jay-Z is talking about like, you know, there's, the music is just a small portion. Like I, that's not all of me or even remotely like half of me or even, you know, it's, it's a part of what drives all these other things. And so I think, you know, staying on top of the streams and, top of the charts is a great way to keep connecting with the audience from a content perspective uh, as well as it turns in you know into revenue but also as it leads into many other things as well that they're a part of um, so I think that that's right, you right.
1: What, yeah,
0: you right. What, yeah
1: so I, I, I'd say like you know for instance marshmallow has this marshmallow company called Stuff puffs mm-hmm. right it's a, it's a stuffed marshmallow that he's an equity owner in along with uh, his manager so, you know, they're, you know, this is, this is kind of an ancillary business and it's just, you know, it's like the number one selling marshmallow in Walmart. So, you know, you, you, you start to find those opportunities and create those businesses um, and, you know, build, build these, uh, these opportunities over time. And, uh, you know, if you, if you can be so lucky as to build, uh, you know, a, a company that like rock nation or uh you know diddy did it did it and you know there's obviously going back to dr dre and beats you know these are these are businesses that tend to dwarf the music business yes um if they can if they can be massive so you know everyone's trying to do that i have you know i have every client is is also looking to create ancillary businesses and and we spend tons of time uh vetting uh, potential partners looking at deals, looking at structures, looking at who's part of these opportunities, whether they're in, you know, beauty or they're in fashion or they're in, uh, you know, technology, um, or they could be a liquor company. I mean, there's, there's, uh, you know, a particular amount of value that, uh, that musicians have. I think Cardi has, I don't know, 73 million Instagram followers. Yep. Um, you know, marshmallow has like 30 Instagram, uh, 30 million Instagram followers. These are, these are, you know, Super Bowl numbers, um, you know, you, you can, you can communicate to a hundred million people very, very quickly. And that's, that's real power. So, yes, you know, you gotta, you gotta harness it and use it and protect it. And, uh, and also, you know, control the supply. I think that's, uh, that's a, exactly. a major factor in, uh, in what we do is, is really protecting the, uh, the business and making sure that, uh, th- that we control the intellectual property, and we control what what people do with that intellectual property.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's no, ne- and you know that that ownership of distribution channels, i.e., social and other means, is vital. That, like you said, I push this button, 100 million people are going to hear it. The conversation has changed, Mister Ms. Executive. <laughs> you know, so like, right. before you make some demands of me. Let me tell you how this can actually go down. <laughs> so, very know, true. You know, which I think is, very is beautiful. I've wanted that for artists since 2001. <laughs> so it's beautiful that we're seeing more of it now, um, and uh, and that's incredible. I, I I love everything that you're talking about. Um, right. I was I was just thinking of something else that you were saying, but I I lost that. So we'll save it for round four <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> um 2021 2021 2021. yeah it's gonna it's gonna be an incredible yeah that'll be our fourth year in a row by the way and I'll, i'll be very grateful for that oh now i remember what it was when these things come up for technology i i would feel honored that the domain expert that you reach out to, <laughs> in some way, if you said, "Hey, man, is this full of shit or is this actually got legs?" I'm like, "Oh, I know you. You look good here. You you always feel free to call over here on the on the growth growth marketing or tech side, back end, all that infrastructure. You know what I mean?
1: I I, 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 I have you. something already. I'm gonna I'll talk to <laughs> you offline. I, I have something already.
0: Beautiful, beautiful, but. Um, I appreciate having you on. We we made it an hour and 20 minutes. I knew that was going to happen. And I, I wanted everybody to hear this. So um, if artists are at that point where there's some streams coming in and they need to, they need to reach out to you or at least follow along in your journey, because um, I also know that you're a very busy individual and I always tell my audience to be very respectful in the process of reaching out to uh, any of our guests. Um, where's the best way just to follow you online at uh, on Instagram or to you know through the website? What do you recommend?
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, you, if somebody needs to follow, find my email, I'm sure they can find it. But yeah, Josh P. At Instagram, uh, Josh P. At Instagram is is an easy way to to uh, you know either DM me or whatever.
0: Yeah, I was um, I was tell people to start there. But right, yeah,
1: right. It's a it's a simple way. I mean, uh, the world. Uh, you know, I, I respond just like you to, to most things. Yeah. Um, and if I, if I don't have the ability, or I don't have the time, I probably say I'm, you know, there's, there's nothing I can do, but ultimately like I see everything. I look at everything. Yeah. I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty OCD about that shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Well, yeah, that goes back to our whole organization, part of the talk and, uh, you know, email and, and, uh, social and everything. I actually, it became like my, my lifeblood of like, if it I mean, literally, even though the market agency is called systems over hustle. Like literally, if it doesn't go into a system, we won't do it. <laughs> that O C D that if it is not in a system, uh, then and we don't we don't do anything for anybody, we don't do for ourselves. And if it's not in a system, I don't want to hear about it. Or tell me how we're going to put it into a system. <laughs> so uh, I love it. I appreciate you, brother. Uh, Hang back for one second. We'll talk here offline in a second. But, um, you know, thank you again for coming on for round three. You know you're welcome back on anytime. I do hope to be out there sometime in the future. But, uh, you know, well, there's there's obviously no rush while the world uh, rearranges itself. Um, And uh, I just appreciate you all around, man. You're a good human being, too. Appreciate you, too, Matt. Absolutely. For everybody listening, Josh Bender. Find him on Insta, at Josh P. Bender. I know you guys take my recommendations seriously. Seriously, go follow him. Um, good human being, good soul, good business, good attorney. You tell me how much you can go find that <laughs> around the world when it comes to some. You know, people in it, attorneys and business. There's a lot of amazing people around the world. But to have that all of that stuff, go follow Josh. Um, you know, hit him up if you need anything in the DM and whatnot. Um, and I uh, want to thank all of you guys for listening. Thank you all for the ratings and reviews. Um, thank you for the other people who I always hit up and say, "Hey, thank you. Can you can you leave a rating or review? It means a lot." Um, you know, as much as I'm not really into accolades or things like that. Apple apparently is, and they use that to recommend uh, you know, the podcast, and I'm, I am about the impact. And so I appreciate each and every one of you guys taking the time to do so. And you know that we're not just on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on everything. And you guys continue to show up for me as much as I appreciate showing up for you. So thank you, guys. I appreciate reaching 4.6 million downloads. The marathon continues. And uh, if you have any questions, you guys know you can always reach out. From my amazing guest, Josh Binder. Uh, You know, founding partner Rothenberg Moore and Bender LLP out there in Beverly Hills with offices in uh, New York, Miami, doing amazing things in the music and entertainment industry for myself, Matt Gottesman, and for the household separately, we are out.